right, guys. It's going to be a loud one today, just so you know. Uh, welcome back to the How I Got Backstage podcast. We are back this week in Nashville, Tennessee. And I think it's really exciting because this week is actually CMA week. I don't know if you guys know what that means, but the Country Music Association has their Country Music Association Awards this week. And so we have an up-and-coming superstar, oh, superstar artist in our in our podcast area today. But we will get to her in a second because... Cassie's not here, guys. Cassie's not here. So Cassie is on tour in Europe with Max and Harvey. Everybody scream. Oh, we love Max and Harvey! But I really do. I love them so much. Um, so I have a new co-host for this week. Everyone welcome, Caitlin Gruber! Yes. Caitlin, tell us a little about yourself. Where'd you go to school? Where'd you grow up? What was I... the first boy you kissed? Well, <laughs> the place I grew up, Triple Falls, Wisconsin, Triple Almost Falls? Chippewa. Chippewa. Falls. Oh, Chippewa. Yes. I feel like that's like in a, in a country song. Like Chippewa if, Indians, right? If, yes. Okay. Yes. And What's that song? From, What's that song? What's that song? It's like Chippewa and Choctaw. What's that song? Indian Outlaw. Indian Outlaw. Yes. I love that song. Cherokee Do you know that song? and Choctaw. Uh, yes. Chippewa. Chippewa. My baby, she's a... Does he uh, say yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he does. That? Yeah. He goes, Chippewa. <laughs> or something like that. Oh. <laughs> You know, I, I only knew so. the town is the place where Lining Kugel's beer is made. Oh, okay. So huh. for anyone out there who maybe is of age and likes to drink beer, Lining Kugel's is made in the town where I grew up, How which kind. is the most Wisconsin thing you could possibly have. Okay, really? so wait, you're from Wisconsin. I am. How I'm close are you to it. the whole making the murderer thing? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. And you know, it's funny is when that came out, everybody that's all anyone talked Talked about about. and it just consumed everything and we were I live I'm about four hours away from where that all happened I think so I'm actually a lot closer to Minnesota got it I just watched the second season last weekend Mm, so I need to watch very much in it yeah I do it's uh it's interesting so all right so Caitlin actually works at Crowdsurf she is an account manager and so I said Caitlin come to the podcast come bring me come bring a guest this week with you and Caitlin without hesitation Abby Anderson. There we go. Anderson. She's here, guys. She's here. I'm honored, Caitlin. Thank you. Recording artist, Abby. Abby's my girl. Let me tell you, I think you and Abby need a podcast because what y'all do on social media, I'm like laughing. (laughs) Like they are so, I don't know, like I was laughing. Y'all were like at the naked statue. Wait, the what? The naked statue in the buddy killing circle. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. 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 I don't know. Remember what it was, but I remember like seeing that thinking like, that's so funny. There's such like a a thing. Well, Caitlin's a hang and I'm, I feel very blessed. (laughs) First of all, first of all, CrowdSurf is just an amazing company. Thank you. But second of all, you guys have amazing account managers third of all caitlin's the best account yes. manager and she i mean i can't say yes i have to be like <laughs> no, no. Make a decision no she is i'm very impressed but because we're like the same age you're, yeah you know, we're really ish. close in age really close in age and she's a baller you she's are a baller. baller. She's a baller. You are a baller. We've worked so. together. So we've worked together about almost a year already. Has you it really that? been wow. a year? Dang, dude. Just I remember when thing. we heard that we might get you, like the whole office is really excited. I, really? Like really, That yeah. makes me so happy. Like, yeah, like that's a thing. I like that's going to happen. I have yeah. been asking 
Elise, who's our VP of marketing, I had been asking Elise to work on a project where it was an up and coming female mm-hmm. country artist for like months. Yeah. And she knew this. Mm-hmm. And I still remember the day when Elise sat down and she was like, so we're going to be, bring, be bringing on a new client. Her name is Abby Anderson. And I was like, I've already looked her up and I I'm so that. excited about it. <laughs> so like for me, every day I'm just like, I get to work with Abby and I love uh, it. I love Thanks, it. Thanks, Caitlin. Yeah. Well, I feel the same way. Man. There's a lot of love. Lots of love. Lots of love. (laughs) Lots of appreciation. So this is actually my first time meeting Abby, you guys. I feel like I've known you forever. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I am beyond (laughs) excited that I'm witnessing this moment happen. Really? I feel like like you guys should have met so long ago. And the fact that it hasn't happened yet floors wait I told I told Caitlin a story like before you got here I was like okay so I was on the carpet at the CMT awards with the Backstreet Boys and I saw Abby coming and I was like I really want to talk to her but I don't know wait for real yes (laughs) and I was like I feel so I feel so fancy and I was like I was like Nah, nah, I shouldn't just walk up to her. I don't know her, but I could be like, cause I don't know. I feel like sometimes we have so many clients and something I've learned as a business owner is I can't work on every single thing my company does. I mean, we have like 80 different clients. So over time I've taken my hands off of more things Mm -hmm. and had a little bit of a life. Um, and so I just hadn't really met you yet or gotten to know you or anything. And like, sometimes you'll go up to people and be like, hi, like, I'm from Crowdsurf and we work yeah. with you. And sometimes the artist doesn't even know yeah. because of like, depending on the relationship you have with that artist and what they're doing. And totally. so I, didn't, I was like, she might be like, girl, I am doing my carpet. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? No. So I was like, no, I'm no, just no. going to stand over here with the Backstreet Boys and not. <laughs> well, I'm that's nice. But no, I, I would have loved to have met you that I was night. like, that would have been so she's fun. so but I'm very hot happy I and finally she's so got cute. Meet you tonight. And like, Thank I don't know. You. you look so good. You're just like, I don't know. I, I saw you like shining. That. Helen is calling me and she needs to stop. <laughs> Helen. Okay. Helen, Helen, stop it. Helen, stop it. <laughs> um, well, I seriously, Helen, from the second, oh yes. Helen. <laughs> but literally from the second I walked to the door, I, I feel like I finally met someone who is, I don't know. I think you're louder than me. I really do. That is, I mean, Which I take a that as a compliment. Um, and I love it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, and we were talking about this before about feeling, I'm, I'm starting to get to a point of like feeling just a little yeah. self-conscious about how yeah. loud I am, but literally cannot help myself. Like I would I can't be conscious. Like yeah. even right now I'm consciously trying to yes. like be a little, you know, whatever. No, you can do whatever. Cause I, can turn you down. To be loud and proud. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Loud and proud. I just love, I love your can laugh. We have like a, I love your bangs. Like a loud pride parade. Like loud people, yeah. you know, <laughs> I want it to be a thing. Actually, I'm going to pull out <laughs> oh my, my dad. Gosh. We had this talk recently, like, I don't know, Christmas memories. And we love Christmas. We're already listening to Christmas music in my family. That's <laughs> what we do. It. And, um, he sent me all these photos of me when I was literally one year oh, old. Oh gosh. Let's see. Please, and please, let's see please. every photo. I have my mouth wide open <laughs> being loud. Oh my god. Like when I, I say like it. look, opening presents. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like when I say like I popped out like Guys, this, Jade was I the popped cutest out baby. Like this. Yeah, oh my gosh. Guys, know, it is so funny. So the whole story right came from okay. There's this hippo. Do you see this hippo? An orange hippo. Love the hippo. Okay. Yes. Love so there so you know the song I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Yes. So my mom brought up that song and I said, Well, actually I don't because the story goes. 
we were at Toys R Us and I saw this hippo and you like rode the hippo and its mouth open and its eyes yeah. open and it like growled or something like I don't know what a hippo what noise. Sound does a hippo I think make? it's like now we need to have like what does the hippo <laughs> say? Um, I guess it just growls. The growl was the word my dad used, but they were like apparently the hippo completely traumatized me, and oh I came out for you know Christmas morning and lost my shit. Like my no. dad, <laughs> my 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 dad was like I was like hurt that you were so hurt and like didn't oh, know how to no. like console you and um so yeah I was terrified of the hippo that was the story and so I was like no I don't want a hippopotamus <laughs> no I do not hippos but then mom Jade was is like original she doesn't want a hippopotamus for no hippos in this house no no in this house mom and dad the other like last week they were like so what do you want for Christmas I was like y'all remember when we were little and we go to Hickory Farms to get those meat and cheese logs <laughs> oh <laughs> That's like, you want a meat and cheese log? I was like, yeah. There is nothing wrong with You are my kind of girl. There's nothing wrong There's nothing. Y'all, have you had like the Hickory Farms? No. no nobody's vegan in here, are I you? don't know. Okay. I don't think I have, but also Wisconsin's brimming with meat and cheese. Like uh, that's a staple. That's a, that's a food group. Yeah. That's a I understand. Food group. I love yeah. it. I appreciate yeah. that as your choice. I feel like I got a little Wisconsin in me. Like, Wisconsin. I love the meat and cheese. We will accept you. <laughs> we will funny. Accept I feel like that. when you, as you get older, because when you're a kid, you want things, right? Yeah. When you're older, you want food and money. Yeah. <laughs> food and money. That's all That's I really it. need in life like are Christmas food and money. Like Christmas runs around, I'm yeah. like, my, my parents are so sweet. And they'll be like, hey, is there anything you like need? And I'm like, <laughs> I want to eat for a week. No, I just, you know. Food. Like, I just want to sit and eat if you, for a whole Honestly, week. the best Christmas present is if you want to pay for my groceries for a week. Yes. Like, that oh, would yeah. be amazing. Yes. You yes. Know? Panera <laughs> gift cards. That would Panera. be amazing. All the Panera. things. Chipotle. Yes. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Yes. <laughs> So that was uh that's a that was the topic about being loud and that's I where we got it. you. <laughs> hippos, 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 no, hippos. Cheese, cheese, Chick-fil-A, meat, cheese and hippos. All the things. So guys, this is just flowing. I feel like we're not even like we needing the We are we're communicating, aren't we? But guys, I do want to talk because this is the How I Got Backstage podcast about Abby's story and Abby, how you got backstage so I really want to hear about and I'm sure and this is the thing my goal for this podcast is to not ask you the same questions you've been asked 40,000 times already okay because I know when you're a new artist everybody asks you the same questions but here's the thing is I'm such an attention hog but like (laughs) I if there is one thing that I'm better at than any other girl here in Nashville it's talking about myself I mean I respect that (laughs) so much so, I, mean, I will happily talk about myself this, all night. This you podcast know? about you and I already pulled out baby photos, so <laughs> I understand. No, uh, this is going to be fun. But I just want to hear, like, you know, in your words, like, what influenced you? Like, yeah. when you were young, like, how did you start the kind of, like, you know, the wanting to do this, wanting to be oh, there? Totally. Like that. I want to hear that from, like, the early, the early story. The early, early, early. And all that good stuff. All right. Well... Back in 97. <laughs> wow, I was in 10th grade. I was born. Were you really? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. So you're a true 90s baby. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel gypped because I can't I can't claim like I'm a 90s baby. You know? I'll introduce you to the Backstreet Boys. That. It'll be great. I will yeah. love that. Needs to happen. <laughs> um, no, I, so I'm the second oldest of seven kids. Wow. So there's six girls, one boy, and he's the youngest. One yeah. boy. Yes. Bless him. Same mama <laughs> yeah. and everything. Wow. I'm just like nuts. 
Um, but no, we grew up in a very musical family. All of my siblings. So the the only thing, which before I start anything, I have the coolest parents in the world. Like oh, the most. I loved. I saw. I don't know if it was on a story or what, but you were like jamming with your mom. Oh, my mom's my. And best I was friend. like, wait, wow, what is going yeah. on? Like she could be an artist. No, my my mom's amazing. There's um, <clears throat> I mean, when I say she's my best friend, she's my best friend who I like respect you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. your yeah. best friend you're yeah. like cut up no my mama like I'm not trying to piss her off or anything but she's my best friend <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Yep. um so anyways I uh I grew up with country music playing in the house and and uh my parents put all of us kids in piano lessons when we turned five okay whether you want to or not doesn't matter and the rule the only rule my parents ever had was you have to start piano when you're five and you cannot quit until you can either play every hymn in the hymn book, like sight read every hymn wow. in the hymn book, or you graduate. Wow. So I hated piano lessons. Wow. Loathed them. Absolutely hated them. I knew from a very young age that I wanted to be in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be in front of people, whether it was acting. I thought I wanted to be a... Um, the like I not think of this right the name for it like a journalist one day yeah. on TV and wh- where are you news from? broadcasting Dallas Texas oh yeah this on Texas I'm a very 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 big Cowboys fan. there you go that's like girl. it's kind Come of a religion Jay. in our house Come let me tell you on. Yes. I love it I love <laughs> it um so yeah I always knew I wanted to be in front of people entertain I just love making people smile that's like ah uh, that's my I favorite. love that and so that's the quote going on like the Instagram yeah. story love it. Oh, Telling you. Yes, I love it. The money. Yeah, you. that's the money quote. But um, no, so I started piano lessons, hated it. My poor mother had to bribe me with lollipops to even get me to practice because I'm a very dramatic person. And I and I was just like, I'm going to die if you make me, you know, read one more note ever again. I'm telling blah, blah, blah. you, my mom. Just like pitching a fit. Who is the biggest fan of this podcast is listening to this going, that is Jade. She sounds just like. Oh. <laughs> oh gosh, I love it. Because they always tell the story about when I first got my ears pierced, they had to clean them for the first time, and I just kept saying, "You're squeezing my guts out." See, that's me. I'm like the I'm like the more drama, the better. The drama. Like, I love I the drama. Love the, I'm going to die I love from the piano lessons. Exactly. I love it. I was like, this is taking away my artistic ability. But <laughs> you make like literally from a five year old, like <sighs> you're making, you're confining my brain to reading black and white notes, and I'm not a black and white thinker, mom. Like, okay, maybe that's the money artistic, Oh I my god. I need artistic freedom. <laughs> so anyway, so, and I'm like in classical piano lessons. Like yeah. this is like beethoven mozart stuff oh, yeah okay finally one day she just had it my poor mom and she brought me into um the little office area we had our computer there and she showed me a video of aretha franklin and elvis presley mm-hmm. and i was like okay yep i'm gonna go practice after that day i you couldn't get me off the piano oh, like mm-hmm. that was so the cool. day when yeah. i started learning like listening to their music ray mm-hmm. charles um, doing covers and yeah. still practicing my technique with classical piano. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, this is how I'm going to make people smile. This is how I'm going to entertain. This is oh, how I'm going to be it. in front yeah. of people and, and when like, you were... spread joy. And that's how I knew, oh, I you know. Like, so you were that's thinking that when, like you were five and six. Yeah. Just no, absolutely. Go, I just kind of knew. Wisdom from a five-year-old. And we're, you could ever. Well, I was probably seven, like whatever. Yeah. Same ballpark. Oh, yeah. Because that's super old. Eight. 
Oh, kid. So but when you were doing that, were you also like singing along? Were you singing yet? I'm assuming oh, that was, I was very young. I was literally imitating Elvis. Like, wait, I'm pretty sure we have videos. <laughs> like, I was, okay, the day my mom told me Elvis was actually dead, I was oh. like 10, oh, maybe. No. And I, all this time, I thought he was alive. Oh, I, and my no. mom wouldn't tell me. Finding out he was dead was worse than finding out Santa Claus yeah. wasn't really. I didn't give a crap I about Santa Claus. Totally understand. I was I, like, what do you mean Elvis yeah. is dead? What do you mean I can't marry him? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? I had a know? similar experience because I was raised on the Monkees. That was like my favorite oh. boy band. Yep. And when I realized they were like 50. Yeah. You were just like, <laughs> how old were you when you I found mean, that I out? I was probably like eight or something. Oh, and I thought they were like teenagers. And yeah. I was like, I thought Davy Jones was so cute. I was so in love with him. And then it's like, oh, well, he's actually our age. Yeah. It's like, what? That's nuts. What kind of like sick, twisted joke oh is this? Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> so I completely so understand. Like, probably every, like, Kaylin, did you have one when you were I'm one of those? I feel like every girl oh has that gosh. fantasy. Like, oh, yeah. You know. Of like someone, I don't know if I had anybody that wasn't alive anymore. Well, no, that's like a weird circumstance because there was also Joey McIntyre from yeah. New Kids. But yeah, so no, that's that's exactly why. But I found that, and then my mom, like when she realized, like I was serious about this. Yeah. Was, like from that moment on, I all my friends knew, my parents and my family knew that I'm Abby Anderson and I'm gonna be a country <laughs> superstar one day, and you can't stop me. And this like, and so it was I country from day one. Absolutely, okay. country from day one. Yeah. Um, and so my mom, what really turned the corner for me was my first concert ever. I was eight. She took me to a Nora Jones concert. Mm. And then, like, two weeks after, she took me to a Tina Turner concert. Wow. Ooh. And that's what what I realized. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, I'm going to take Tina Turner. Like, the way she entertains a yeah. crowd is totally different from the way Nora Jones entertains yeah. a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> but I can put those two together because I play piano and, like, I can't dance, but I'll figure that out. Like, whatever. That's brilliant. You know I what I mean? That. But just yeah. morphing those two, just all the artists that I've listened to growing up in the country. And I just love country music. I love performing. That's, I love you know, it. that's kind of, that was my childhood. I love right it. Right there. That's amazing. Yeah. That, I, I don't know. I feel like. That story was different than most stories I hear. It felt yeah. a little like I don't yeah. know the way that you. Uh, there's a different like uh, aura to your oh, thank like you. talking or like I don't know. There's something really sincere about it, I've, which I love. Well, I'm, yeah. I've, you know, I am sincere about it. It's just my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> You're just you know? the best. You're okay. the best. You're the best. Yeah, that was like little abs, and then. Um, Went on to like in high school, started homeschooling, and mm-hmm. I moved to Nashville. I was 17. Wow. Just wanted to get And so was that with the family or? No, all by myself. But here's the thing. Here's why I realized. I told my dad when I was 15, I was like, hey, just FYI, I want to start homeschooling. Um, I'm moving to Nashville when I turn 18. I know you know (laughs) this, but I'm not going to college. I'm just moving out there. Okay. And he was like. Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And he paused for a second and like let allowed me to freak out a little bit. And he goes, "If you're going to homeschool, why don't you just graduate early? You can move out there when you're 17." Oh. Like those are the kind of parents I have. That's so that's, rad. That's you know? the best scenario you could oh, have the best. Really. for. I remember when I told my parents I wanted to move here to finish school and work in the industry. Yeah, I was they terrified say? to tell my parents because were... I was going to school to be a nurse. So, wow. I, Whoa, dang. Holy crap. My parents, I think, 
they just had a different expectation of what adult Caitlin was going to look like. And Aww. so for me, like the music industry and the love for it, it was all there. My entire childhood, it was all there. Yeah. But I just didn't act on it. And I didn't yeah. realize that you could learn about it before getting into it. Yeah. And so at what point in college? I had been in you, school for three years. For nursing? Went, or you weren't I, in the nursing program? I yet. was trying to get into the nursing school Holy because cow. the school I was at, their nursing program, um, University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, mm -hmm. for anybody mm -hmm. who maybe would know, mm. um, their <laughs> nursing program is really intense and it's really hard yeah. to get into, especially if you didn't know you wanted to do it from day one. So yeah. I started as a biology major because I was like, I know I'm going into healthcare. I don't know what I'm doing yet, Yeah, but that's where I'm headed. And yeah. so once I finally realized, okay, I think nursing is the route I want to take, I was a little late to the game. And yeah. so by the time I um, applied to be a part of the program, I had already found out about Belmont, which Stephanie Johnson, if you listen to this, you changed my life Aww. because I met her at a show <laughs> and she was home from spring break for, at Belmont. Yeah. And she told me about the program. And that night I went and I looked up what Belmont was and yeah. that changed my life. And so I said, if I don't get into nursing school, I'm going to go to Belmont. And That's I didn't wow. get in. And you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, I did really well in school, but like I cared about school and I yeah. made sure that my grades were good and I put a priority on it and I still didn't get in. And so wow. my mom knew pretty early on. Dad had no idea. God so, knew, Caitlin. God yeah, knew you were going to move to Nashville and work in rock and roll. Uh, <laughs> work in rock and roll. <laughs> I'm always like, guys, it's just For rock, rock and roll. rock and roll, you know? roll artist, Abby Anderson. Yeah. Dad, well, I call, I'm going to work with Guns N' Roses. I call, I know, I call the lifestyle the rock and roll. with the Backstreet you know? Boys. Yeah. All the things. Uh, if you had told seven-year-old me bye. that I would be working at a company that has the Backstreet Boys, she would have. Wait, oh, Caitlin, so cool. I got you. I got you a meet and greet yes, yes i don't want to say did. got you like it was some big thing but like you asked to meet the backstreet boys last year or the year before that yes. how was that um okay yeah you, you took your mom it I was the florida georgia line we, yes we backstreet boys to, nelly tour yes we were in minneapolis i was going home to see guns and roses anyway my dad that's like his band yeah and they're also like i love them but yeah. i knew that the backstreet boys were going to be at this show like two days before yeah. the concert so i was like I'm just gonna ask Jade. If and you're like, no I big deal. It. And Any, I'm like, oh, know. yeah, that's easy. And, and you're so like, what? She, I just asked for tickets. Mm -hmm. I didn't even ask for a meet and greet. And she replies, she's like, oh, I have tickets and meet and greets for you. And I remember sitting at the desk in the office looking at my coworker, Sydney, oh going, my gosh. I get to meet the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, I had been working here long enough that, like, I shouldn't, I just lost it. So, <laughs> dude, that's because you love it. Yes. I love it, it. Was, it was a really full circle moment for me because I walked in and I turned around the corner and and they're all there. Oh my god. And Jade was like, tell me you work for Crowdsurf, like all the things. So I'm like, hi, I'm Caitlin. I work for Jade at Crowdsurf. And Nick Carter comes and gives me the biggest hug Aww. I have ever received Aww. in any meet and greet. And I was just like, Mom, I've done it. Like, I've really done it. And so in the picture, you can just tell I am like ecstatic. Yeah, that's why I love, I love you. It. Oh, I am you here. so much I love for best, what you do. It was the best moment. And I walked away from it just going. You you are here. Like you're doing you're it. You're doing it. That's and you amazing. are you're doing you are the thing. getting to go do the things because you know who you work for, what you're doing. You're working hard. Well, you're and you're and like, good at what you do. Thank you. you. Know? So you are. thank you. But yeah, it was awesome. it was a good day. I I remember this year, it was like two years to the day, and I'm showing wow. everyone in the office it was like two years ago I was hanging out with the Backstreet Boys. Mm -hmm. Like it just, so. Oh, 
Okay, it so mattered. this year it matters. This year was twenty years to the day that I first saw my first Backstreet Boys oh. concert, and I text my dad and I'm like, Thank "What you was for it taking like? me to see the first time?" Yes, I mean it was what the was biggest your first time. It was the <laughs> it was the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, like, it was how um, old were you? Well, I was like, fifteen. You're fifteen. I was fifteen. I was going into twelfth grade. Wow. Um, and or I guess I was sixteen. 15 or 16. I don't know. Anyways, I was remember I was it was like 11th grade summer going into 12th grade. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know, like it was it was like surreal and I remember crying during a lot oh, of it I and I had it. never I don't think I had ever happy cried in my life. Oh, and so it's kind of like, I what is this. happening yeah. to me? Why am I? And like, I didn't understand yeah. it, but it was happening. <laughs> and it was this whole thing. And like, and my dad always talks I, about after the show, it was at an amphitheater. Okay. Mm-hmm. I run back to where there's what like album a album was this for. Was this, this was like, this was 1998. So this was like only pre- the Backstreet Boys album okay, was out. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Um, so probably like everybody Backstreet's back was like the big song yeah. then. And, um, and so I like ran back to where there was like, a, you know, like an amphitheater. It's like the stage was like wooden gates on each side. Sure. I just stood there screaming, ah, the back. Like, and, like, <laughs> I can only like, imagine. Jade, they're gone. Like, they're not oh, going to, like, no, they're not. <laughs> and he reminds me of this moment all the time. I, I remember like, your dad took you to see the back. Oh, no, he's like, t- and Jade, no, they're gone. They're gone, Jade. But he, just, he took me and two other teenage Bless girls. him. And he, he, and we got like the better tickets, and then he said on the lawn. Oh. That is the best. What a stunt. Gosh, stats are the best. I can literally remember that morning, like going to eat at Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. (laughs) The things that stick with you. Cracker Barrel Barrel and Golden Corral. I mean, same. You know, now Golden Corral, they have a chocolate fountain. Hey, Golden Corral, man, people people diss on Golden Corral, but I will eat there any day. But I also like the Old Country Buffet. Yes. Yeah. Like the OCB. Golden Crock can get it. Yes. I love some buffets, y'all. <laughs> buffets Me and Backstreet Boys. Backstreet the buffets. name of my memoir. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> we buffets and Backstreet Boys. Yeah. The life of Jade. Buffets uh, and Backstreet Boys. New Instagram. Boys. I've never heard something more true in my life. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna change subjects. I'm gonna get back to Abby. We have a whole list of things we want to talk to you about. So um I actually want to bring up so I was on Instagram, I don't know when this was, it was around when your single came out, and I saw a post from Leslie Fram, um, and who is at CMT. And I I, to be honest, like this post made me more interested in you the way she wrote this post so like I found it today and I saved it because I wanted to read it because it just like it showed me that you were a hard worker Mm -hmm. which you never really know about someone until you know it you know you because hard I've worked with a lot of artists and a lot of artists don't work hard and they expect a lot for not doing that for you you work (laughs) harder than anybody I know (laughs) but you know I trust I trust her opinion and it just like spoke to me and I was like wow this like I thought it was so interesting so it says I met Abby when she was 16 another artist wanting to pursue her dreams in Nashville she took her time worked tirelessly on writing and finding her true voice she found an excellent team who understood her vision and has written and recorded a career defining song make him wait that has a powerful message I am so proud of this artist and her accomplishments she has a rare talent and is ready to conquer the world congrats all the hashtags Mm. but like for somebody like that who's so powerful and respected in Nashville to say like this girl, this is like her first real single. And like, she has worked her butt off since she was 16. Like that's a big statement. And so it, you know, it sat with me and I, and I was like, 
oh, I'm going to pay attention to this girl. Uh, now. You know, because like yeah. I said, I don't, you know, I try to pay attention to as much as I can, but it's just po- impossible yeah. to touch everything that that the company does. So um, well, it says a lot about Miss Leslie's that kind of person. She's amazing. Though. I mean, that the fact that she builds up artists the way she mm-hmm. does. Yes. And that's all I yeah. could ever. I, I honestly feel like. I'm just, gosh, if I could be an object, it'd be a sponge. Like, I just, (laughs) I feel like I'm just a sponge and I'm just really, really lucky to be surrounded. I feel like God has just placed people like Leslie, people like you guys, just the most amazing people to learn from in my life. And I, I did have the pleasure of meeting Miss Leslie when I was 16. It was like one of my first trips to Nashville. Mm -hmm. But she's that type of, she's the type of person to give a crap and yeah. actually yeah. more than that care and like she had no reason to give me the time of day but you know but she's she also did. she's not going to continue to give a crap if something's not good yeah you know because everyone's knocking on her door everyone mm. wants them to love her so for her to like on her own personal well, I instagram say all her. that i just thought it was very powerful yeah, and it just it spoke so much to like what your character is and oh, your work yeah, ethic yeah. which is which is huge so like i was like no i'm the one who asked caitlin i was like can we get abby on the podcast oh, Jay, thank like, <laughs> so well shout out to miss leslie fram uh, she's the best she's amazing so going into cma week mm-hmm. i know you're busy everybody's busy Everybody it's cray cray. i'm actually going to la i won't wait <gasps> I guys, we have a very big oh, Backstreet Boys release there's coming up. There's a casual up. thing All happening. Right. Um, there's a casual very thing. Casual which, thing. Which, which I now entrust to people like you, Caitlin. Which is just madness, really. <laughs> <laughs> Five-year-old me are going, you, you're going to put me in charge of something uh, like this? Are you working that? Are you working? No, I'm not working. But you'll be. You yeah. have a lot going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like you're working the Backstreet Boys. No, okay, no, 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 no. You're no, with me. No, I was like, what you. the freak? I'm like, no, no you're no, with no, me no, this no, week. No, 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 no. I'm okay. going to. I will be here yeah. for you this yeah, week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got a lot of things going on. I just want to talk about. I want to talk about, because I will say that primarily this podcast, we have a lot of pop music listeners, and we haven't really delved too much in the country, but we're starting to do that more. That's awesome. And I'm familiar with country. I lived in Nashville for almost 15 years. You know, I started my career in country music, but a lot of these people are, you know, don't have as much of an understanding of it. So I kind of wanted to start to talk about CMA Week, what it is. And also just so you know, like a lot of young girls listen to this podcast. I love it. Um, I would say that's like our core demographic. And I think you're such a role model. I think you're someone that they should totally know about and that's another reason I wanted to have you on this podcast I like appreciate that. the key I think the key theme of this podcast is hustle and passion Ooh, and, you, I love and that. you definitely have that yes. so you're Thank just like you. a prime guest to have so Thank um, you. but I just want to talk between all of us about CMA week and also CMA fest yeah. like, oh my gosh the CMA madness of all the madness Damn. and kind of explaining like yeah, how all that is and how it goes in Nashville Literally and how sweat. it feels so this coming week what are the things yes. you're involved in during kind of CMA week leading up to the awards I honestly need to look at my calendar <laughs> Kayla like, no she told me before day to day. <laughs> what are we doing Caitlin? <laughs> Okay, so so Monday morning I have radio yes, remote yes, at seven a.m. Okay, so explain to so so, a, a big, so what this podcast does is it explains to a lot of people that are younger that want to work in the music industry, either be an artist totally. or a musician mm-hmm. or do something that I do or Caitlin does or mm-hmm. a publicist does. What are all these things? So I like to use it as you know, kind of a motivational, um, you know, platform, but as well as just like a teaching platform. So. Let's explain to them, like, what okay. is a radio remote? What does that mean? What do you do? Okay, so 
in music. <laughs> well, that's in an music. awful way to start a sentence. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, oh, there's my calendar. Perfect. So many colors, so many things. See, okay. this is what Caitlin so, does, you guys. This is what I do. She pulls up the calendar so the yeah, artist can see it. I know what's happening in my life. Um, no, so radio. So when uh, when you start in music, when you're trying to get a song on radio, you go on this amazing thing called radio tour. And basically, as an artist, in co- in the country world, I don't know so much how the pop world works, but in the country world, you literally visit every single mm-hmm. radio station in the country. You build the relationships with the programmers so that they will maybe want to play your song. And it does work and it's that all way in about pop. Face to it face. does. I did, but I think in country, I feel like the hustle is a little. More I think in important. pop, a lot of times they hit mainly the bigger the big stations, markets. and yeah. I feel like what I've seen in country is. You go to, you go to every, yeah. no matter if they're awesome. recording stations or like, I mean, everyone. Cause yeah. you know, to me, it's like, you can't be a household name until every household knows your name. Yeah. Right. So you've got to go everywhere. And, and oh, radio is that. still such an important, like <laughs> driving factor in country music <laughs> yes. in comparison totally. to other genres. Yeah. A hundred percent. Still so important that totally. I think getting out there is. And honestly, and a, a lot of, of you'll have a lot of, uh, so Long story short, radio remotes are when all these stations come into town and you basically do like quick five minute interviews. You go into this big mm-hmm. room, everybody's there in their own booths, and you make the rounds and talk to everybody. But, um, you know, every artist will tell you something different about radio tour. But at the end of the day, you know, some people say it's grueling, it's awful, whatever. <laughs> I look at it as that was the best four months of my life. Like, yeah. Best 15 pounds I ever gained. <laughs> best food I ever ate. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. You are not sleeping. You are, you know, it's 3 a.m., 4 a.m. flights, wake up yeah. calls. You're visiting three stations a day, singing the same thing, meeting so many people. Yep. And these are the people who are giving you a career. Yes. Yeah. You know, and yes. it's the most important thing. To meet them and like put a face to the people yes. who are gonna put butts in seats for you for crying out loud, you know. Seriously. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm very grateful I even got to go on radio tour. I love this. She, <laughs> you just you get it, like you she get does. it on a deeper level, she and does. like you see, because yeah, things are grueling. Like trust me, I hate traveling, but I love when I'm there, exactly. and I love my work, and I love to do what I do. But I'm not gonna complain about the rest of it. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Everything's eighty twenty. Yeah. 80% yeah. you're going to love, 20% yeah. you're not yeah. going to love so much, but it makes the 80% yes. worth but it. I, and I always say, too, like, people are like, oh, you get to do so many cool things. I'm like, you're like yeah, yeah, but I haven't slept in two really years. Really well, it's also <laughs> like, don't no, I've not slept in 15 years. <laughs> exactly. But um, but it's like, well, yeah, for but for every hundred things I do, you see the three ex- insanely yes. cool ones right. on Instagram. And you don't see the people working until 1am and the people yeah. getting stuff done that you aren't even aware is happening to make those cool moments yeah. happen. Oh like my that gosh. Is I mean, I was up working at 7 this morning. Yeah. It's 8.21 now. We're still going. Caitlin, I'm we sure, was doing the same thing. Like, I'm sure you were doing the same. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. Yeah. You know? That's fun. I'm going to Panera later, though. Yeah, you are. Heck yeah, girl. <laughs> what are you get getting? Uh, I'm going to get the ancient okay. grain salad and yes. some soup. Yes. You know, I love my soup. I get soup for like every meal. Soup, soup is, a, is soup the most is a staple. Soup, man, food. you know what sounds Girl. so good right now is the like butternut squash soup. Mm, yes. It is. It's one of the most it's so underrated. Good. Soup is With, like cinnamon on top. Soup will always be there for Caitlin, you. Caitlin, we need to take this, <laughs> this conversation offline because like. <laughs> 
This is a passion. We're gonna for start. Me. Talk, wait, like, don't talk. Don't bring up Golden Corral. <laughs> don't bring up Texas Roadhouse. Go get me started on their rolls. The what rolls, else? What else are we not gonna rolls. talk about? Ooh, what else are we rolls. not gonna talk about? Uh, so let's talk sushi. about what Abby's gonna okay, eat whatever. during sleep. Yes. <laughs> Dude, hey man, that's the thing though. That's what I've really had to learn is. This sounds so bad, but you literally are like during CMA week. I don't think I ate. You don't. You're literally you, get, yeah. you are sweating. You're so busy. Yeah. I mean, I drank tons of water, mm-hmm. but you're. Which you I never probably thought sweat out this year in like three seconds. Oh yeah, it was so hot. Oh yeah, this year. yeah. <laughs> but I never understood. Like I was the kind of girl who was like, I am wake up, eat lunchtime, eat like snack, yes, dinner, mm-hmm. eat like eat, eat, eat. I've never understood those people who were like, I don't know, I just forgot to eat yeah. until, until like life so started busy. happening. Yes. I'm like, I literally just forget to. I'm so yeah. freaking busy. My assistant, you know, Casey, bless her. She will look at I me love and go, Casey. she will go, have you eaten today? And I'm like, no, she's like, you need to eat today. Mm-hmm. Like bless yeah. her. Yeah. She'll be like, do you want me to go get you lunch? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Casey, you are not buying me lunch. Stop it. And yeah. she's just like, did you eat today? Every day without fail. Like I appreciate ugh. that. I've had assistants be like that. Like, yeah. Because you just that. get so consumed in what oh, you're doing. Totally. It's like, yeah, it, and you're enjoying forward, it you're like, so oh, much. Yeah. Take time for myself. You're enjoying it so yeah. much too. Yeah. That it's like what are, so yeah, during CMA week, I don't know. i I'm definitely gonna be on the food, like have little bars with me or something just for all the bars. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, no. Okay, so what else are we doing during CMA week? Let's see. So I'm actually so we got like this fun Amazon thing going on. And then I'm riding yep. on Monday. That's probably not the smartest thing for me to be doing, but, <laughs> but we're doing girls got to write, you know, girls got to write. And we have the BMI awards. It's yep. Tuesday's Tuesday. BMI so awards. So explain to the listeners what BMI is in case they don't know. Okay. So BMI, so there's ASCAP and BMI and basically it's like two writing. I don't know how to explain it. Really. They're it's like performing two rights organizations. Ab- Thank you. Thank you. That's the fancy word I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I did the whole, I had to yeah. answer that stuff. Home, homeschool didn't teach you me know, that. So. You know. um, yeah, so I'm with BMI. So BMI puts on this big awards show with songwriters honoring like song of the year, all the writers in town mm-hmm. who make the great music you hear. And so what BMI and ASCAP do you guys, they pay out royalties for performance of songs. Yes. Yep. And that's a whole nother subject. And you guys can read that book. I tell you to read There's everything you need to know about the music business. Oh, yes. But I just, book. we like to educate while yeah, we go, I love but it. just so we kind of, just so nobody's questioning, like, is that a record label? Like, what is that? Right. That, that's what it, it is. It's so, not about your um, weight. It is not about your weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I was like, wait, what? We are not talking about the body mass no, index. We are not. <laughs> we are <laughs> not. No. Um, <laughs> well, if you type in just BMI on Google, you're that's I bet that's what saying. comes up. That's not yeah. what I'm looking for when no, I type probably, that. Yeah. No, I don't want to know about but that. I don't need to know about that. Which what does th- I should know this. What does BMI It's well it's broadcast, broadcast music, music yeah. incorporation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I knew that. So, yeah. and then we got like lunches, and yeah. then, um, oh, I'm actually visiting a hospital with Radio Disney. Yes. I'm very yeah, And musicians Phil. on call. I love Mr. Phil. We love Phil Garini. Love Mr. Phil. And then Wednesday, CMA Awards. I'm writing that day. And then that's basically CMA like, week. Yeah. yeah. Monday, busy. Tuesday, your, Wednesday. I can see your calendar then, from here, and it's just like purple, purple, purple. Like, I love me some purple. Yeah, there's very little. Fun. There's very little eating gaps in between, yeah. <laughs> between the events going so on. Okay, my calendar, I'm going to put in, text Abby and remind her to eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For that like, week. I, I think that's that. that's a good thing to yeah. do. It's part of your job. 
thing. Yeah. You know? I'll take care um, of you. Thank so you. also, so we're talking about CMA Week leading into the awards, which is every November in Nashville. But I also want to talk about CMA Fest Week. Yes, I yes. love so CMA Fest. Who wants to explain what CMA Fest is? It's it is country music haven. Like yes, it is a heyday. It is when people from all which I didn't realize there's people from all over all the, over the world, world. Yeah. come the, yeah. to Nashville, Tennessee, and spend a whole entire week listening to country music, and mm-hmm. it is awesome. And so a lot of awesome. it's free. So yeah. even if you don't Most go to the stadium, yeah. you could just show up and walk down the street and There's you'll music find something. Everywhere. Yeah. So the Country about. Music Association puts this on and it's every year in Nashville. It's been going on for like I don't know, 30, 40 years. Uh, Long yeah. time. I think. Um, fanfare. In the eighties. So yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah, it used to be called Fanfare, now it's called CMA Fest. And I'm talking like you come to Nashville. First of all, it always is the hottest week of the year, no oh, matter always what. Always without fail. Oh, um, yeah. God kind of sinks up the heat with CMA yeah, no. Week. It's just it's the ambiance of it, you know. Um, but it is just pure crazy. I mean, it is from morning to night. Like people are waiting in lines at yep. three in the morning to Bless go to something them. at 10 in the morning. There are signings. There are shows on every corner. Then every night everyone goes to the football stadium. stadium. Yep. And there is just, I mean, every superstar in country music plays that There's week. probably like how many stages do well, you yeah, think? Well, yeah, I was going to say oh now gosh, they even like have shows dozens. during the stadium. They didn't used to do that. Well, they that. have all the little stuff. They, they have, have yeah. side, they have bigger stages that play during the stadium. Yeah. Which, yeah. That just well, tells you how much it's grown. It's grown yeah. and it's and it's crazy because it's like Nashville is not really that big it's not. and especially in this downtown area so it's like when you first hit you hit like there's a stage at the um like the Gaylord, it's not called the Gaylord. I still called the Bridgestone Arena the Gaylord Entertainment Center oh my God, the Gaylord. Moved here. The Bridgestone the arena yeah. um there's like a stage outside there there's one outside Hard Rock there's yep. one in like the Hall of Fame Park. There's the River Stage. Yeah, we're there's like a so big deal, many y'all, stages, so. guys. There's so many, and there's just music everywhere. It's so much fun. Um, you just gotta, you know, awesome. be careful with your drinking. I'm just telling that to myself oh, yeah. because yeah. sometimes it's two o'clock, and you're like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> we got the rest of the day sometimes to go. It's a lot of fun. But like, why am I here right now? But <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys a fun question about Is CMA. Oh, what? So I think CMA fashion. <laughs> Oh, thing. oh, it it's is. It's inspiring. I wanted to know <laughs> what is the best piece of CMA fashion that you've ever seen during CMA oh, Fest? Dang. What sticks out to you? I'll mm. share mine first. Yep. Okay, go ahead. So, one time I saw this lady, this wasn't as much clothing, but her arm, she had a life, like a, like a, like lifelike tattoo of every cat she had ever owned that was You're deceased kidding. with the photo and the cat's. Death date. What? I love it. <laughs> wow. She was very dedicated oh, to the cats. Wow. Gosh, I love people very so much. dedicated to the cats. I was just wow. saying, I don't think mine's an actual item, but I the sunburn lines oh, from my, previous yes. outfits and oh, girl. the level of burn yeah. <laughs> that people have so early on. You're like, you have three more days fully out in this, yep. and you already look like I need to we need to go find some aloe vera like yeah. we gotta take care of this <laughs> and you're just like you've got a pro you have to be from like canada or something oh, yeah. because the intensity i will the tennessee sun intensity is no joke i will no, say for canadians i moved down know. here and i sunscreen is your best friend when you are not used to something like that but oh the sunburns there are a lot of sunburns there, and you just see people like that and you're like i feel so bad you for can you, you just you know. feel pain looking it's, at it and it's not on my body, like, but I just feel pain from it. Yeah, sunburns are a big part of it. Wear your sunscreen. 
Wear the sunscreen and wear the sunscreen. Have you seen any cool fashion or anything uh, that like stuck out in your mind? Or honestly, it's like, oh my gosh, okay. there's always the the um, the drunk guy and the wife beater. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, and there's always my favorite is actually honestly my favorite is like all the cowboy boots you see. Yes. Because the funny thing is Nashville is not a cowboy. No, boot town. it's not no. at all. The only place you really buy them are where the tourist shops. Yes. <laughs> They're all and the only people who wear them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. The only people that wear them are the tourists. tourists. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Is yeah. like, oh. yeah. I, there, I, there's kind of like a joke in town, like that Sunday before it all starts, because a lot of it kicks off really like Wednesday night, uh-huh. like yeah. the CMT awards. But a lot of people get there like Sunday night, Monday morning now, because there's just so much more. There's they so keep much more. more. There's more a parade. And that's like the first pair of boots you see. You're like, it yep. started. <laughs> it started. And there are I people that live here who then like go. They like seclude into hiding for. The oh week. yeah. They like they're like first 100%. boot spotted. Going and hiding into house. Otherwise, you've got the people like that, and then you've got yeah. the people that are like, I've been waiting. I feel all, like the frat year. boys come out of here. nowhere too. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you frat got your groups just... of people like the frat. The Sperry's come out of nowhere. The Club for Shorts come out of nowhere. I'm like, where? Like there are not frat boys in Nashville. I haven't really seen the, a ton. The like group T-shirts with their slogans. Which they they frat boys they just love live out. music. Yeah, yeah, they all like, come that's out a thing, to play. You know. And then there's always the. Uh, Man, what else I love the middle-aged do? women. Oh, I was just about to say the middle-aged women. This they is, have the this best. This is what time. I didn't understand. So, the margaritas. Yes. At Margaritaville, they're always posing of a yes. margarita. They go hard. They go with hard. With like, their bedazzled shirts. Yes. And then no, I love when they have matching group outfits yes. and the shirts. Slogan, like the group slogan tee yeah. is everything because like, i remember the perfect bob haircut you know oh my god beach, I mean, when i first um Dark moved to roots. nashville <laughs> i moved here to work in christian music actually and like i liked I country music that. i did how did i not know that i don't know well, i've known jade for over three years and i did not know this. well we can talk all day about christian boy bands because that's a big chapter I of my know life you oh my had gosh. a love for christian boy bands. yes i did not know you that's moved why i moved here wow i moved here to stalk christian boy bands guys i'm just pretty much um but uh but a manager who was managing one of them was like, you know, work on this country project. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't really know anything about that. He's like, no, no, no. I'm telling you, you know, boy bands, women who love country music oh, that yes. are like in their forties are you as a teenager with the Baxter boys. Yeah. And it is the most true statement <laughs> I have it's ever so heard. True. It's so true. Like they are chasing Keith Urban around. Like oh. I was chasing Nick Carter around. Like that's what it yeah. is. Oh, like, yeah. No question. Oh, so yeah. true. And I love it. I love, I love everything it. about it. Cause I'm like, I understand. I feel like exactly what you're feeling. It really is. Yeah. Those moments where artists randomly end up like walking across the street to go to their next event during CMA fest yeah. are hilarious because all the sudden it's quiet it's calm and then there's just this mass of people <laughs> that came out of nowhere i mean there's yeah. people everywhere but all of a sudden all there's moms. this cluster of moms <laughs> yeah and they found someone you can't even see who it is but you know that there's somebody <laughs> or in the middle of that found who someone. is very well known yeah it's also, probably a lookalike it's probably yeah. a lookalike i love how much country fans support up-and-coming artists yes oh, like yeah. they will chase like like the girl that just came to town that looks like she's an artist down the road to get yeah. her autograph during CMA Fest. It's like, oh my gosh, it's what an what artist. And I love it. how they find. <laughs> I'm like, like I will, I'll, I'm on Instagram messages constantly just yeah. like replying to people. But like, it, and I'm literally will ask these people, I'm like, how did you find me? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just because I'm out of pure curiosity yeah. and they just care. Like they literally I just go it. down the rabbit hole of, you know who's in country, who's up and coming. They yeah. just do their I was research. Say, there are definitely fans, especially in country music, that 
they love finding that up and comer that they mm-hmm. can just support in yeah. all areas of like, life. And they, the they have multiple people like that. And then once, you know, they kind of get more and more successful, like yeah. they'll stay with them, but they're always looking for that up and coming person. Caitlin, you so brought loyal. Abby fan mail that showed up at our office today. I want to talk about your fashion and your style and your whole thing. I love fashion. Um, because it's great. It's beautiful. It is a thing. It is a thing. I have no fashion sense. You're so nice because I didn't think I did either. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> like, honestly, like you're, someone asked me this the other day and I seriously don't, like I have a stylist. I myself couldn't pick stuff. I just know what I like and like, oh, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, let's wear that. <laughs> like, so thank you. I really appreciate that. But I never thought, you know, I was like, honestly, I've, I'm, I'm at the point of like, um, when I first started working with my stylist, my mom raised me in a way of like all my, all my, I don't know if any other girls relate to this, but all of my sisters are twigs, twiggy, skinny, <laughs> straight, yeah. like model, like slender. Mm-hmm. Right. And then for some reason, God gave me like boobs and a butt and like <laughs> broad shoulders. I'm just like, you know, I'm old thicker. I'm like, you know, but I'm okay with that. But it took me forever to learn to dress for my body. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's one of the and hardest things. And that is things. the key. Yeah. That is, yeah. that is it. Like you yeah. can look amazing, but just don't wear, yeah, don't dress if, if it's not going to look good on you. But it, I had to learn that what looks good on my big sister will not look yes, good on me. I agree. And that's okay. So just because something okay. is in style doesn't mean it's in style oh, for you. Oh, I feel like I yeah, don't dress you know? in style at all because I feel like what's in style would not flatter my body Oh, at what's all. in style right now? I don't even know what's so look, in style right I'm now. A, I'm bigger. I'm not going to wear plus size clothes. shorts. And I don't <laughs> understand why all the plus size clothes are crop tops now because I'm like, ain't no yeah. way I'm putting on a crop top. Hey, I, I do that's not okay. want to buy that shirt. I do not want to buy that. <laughs> Nobody needs to see me in that I shirt. Have a really long torso. So for me, a crop top is not just a crop top. It like is barely covering it's what like it a bra. needs to yeah. be. Yeah, I'm like, it's going right under the boobs, and that's about yeah. it. And I cannot do that. That is yeah, not going to work for me ever. It, it's not. It's, it's not a happen. thing. And I, I remember, like, I, oh gosh, when I was little, I used to cry and cry, like, in. I don't know, middle school and beginning, like freshman, sophomore year of high school, so hard for me, like body confidence wise, I would beat myself up all the time. And one day my mom showed me a picture of J-Lo and Sophia Loren, Mm. Marilyn Monroe. And she's like, look at these women. Do they look like the other women? I'm like, no, not at all. She's like, would you say they're fit and healthy though? I'm like, yeah. She's like, do they look beautiful to you? Just as beautiful as the others? I'm like, yeah. She's like, there's nothing wrong. Like, you got to just own it and dress for your body type. And that'll make you feel so, like, stop trying to be a twig if you're not a twig. You're not a freaking twig. And that's okay. That's okay. That is is okay. But if you are a twig, that's That's okay. okay. (laughs) That's that's the thing. It's like, shoot, man. We are here to preach girl love. Okay. All the things. It's truly like. And even even still today, like just scrolling through Instagram, I have to remind myself that sometimes that literally I just think humans are so beautiful. And I know it's so cliche. It's so cliche to say. Uh, Well, it's so like everyone says it, but it's true. Go write this song, Abby. It's just like, but honestly, I just 
I truly think like, and I, I feel like as a society, especially, you know, the millennial generation mm-hmm. and, and older, like we are finally understanding that. I feel like less and less people are looking on the outside mm-hmm. and caring more about, you know, who the person is. Because it's, it's like you get to know somebody and they just yeah. turn into the most beautiful person you ever met. Well, and it's you know? so great that you're you get to be a role model if you want to use that word. I mean, I'm not oh, going to force it on you, but I'm just so saying, like, but I'm like, just saying <laughs> like you, well, I know I, I hate that word when people say things like that to me too, but like, it's great that you get to be older. You've gone through things. And even if it's just a few girls listening to this podcast that hear that message, like that's yeah. beautiful and that's yeah. amazing. And that's why we're here. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just, at some point I just like stopped caring, honestly. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Of course, I want to look good because when I look good, I feel good. When I feel good, yeah, I yeah. naturally just, you know, feel do good. the thing. Like yeah. I do good things. You kick butt. And I really, yeah. well, and I really yeah, you think your, like, your physical health and spiritual health is one. Mm-hmm. If you're physically in good shape, spiritually, emo- whatever you want to call it, emotionally, yeah. I think you're in good shape. And what that's like, health looks different for everybody mm-hmm. too. It mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. mean one thing. It yeah. doesn't mean a number on the scale. It's, do you feel good? Great. You have to work on what yeah. makes you feel good. Exactly. And it's all kind of different things. Yep. Exactly. All kind of different and I things. could be thinner, but I would feel like crap. You know? That's what I mean. That's why I've Girl, come to the you point look of good. A, no, but you know. She thank does. you. But you she know. Does. Thank you. But you know what I mean? Like, I but, could. I could. You know? And a lot of people, it's just. This is where I'm at. But it's crazy because, like, I think something that I've learned over time because um, I've worked with so many artists and so many female, like, young female artists, and it's crazy because I've heard so many girls tell me things that they're insecure about about their body. When I look at them and I'm like, you're, like, a little famous Mm -hmm. pop star, and I'm over here feeling bad about myself. And, and like, Mm. it just opened my eyes so much and, like, Everybody there was a time where something. there was a time yeah. where I would roll my eyes at girls that I thought were like so much prettier, so much skinnier than me. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't. Why would you say, like? I literally like didn't understand how they could feel that way. Mm-hmm. But over time, getting to work really closely and also like we do a lot of styling with like our up and coming artists because they can't yeah. afford a stylist and like actually dressing like little pretty skinny girl. Like that's how I saw them. And yeah. I'm, I'm like oh, you don't like this and you don't like that. And I used to literally roll my eyes at it. But the more I got to know them and why they didn't like it and this and that, I just looked at all humans so differently. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was just crazy for me to understand that a girl that's really short and has problems finding pants that are they're all too long for her mm-hmm. is the same reason why I have problems finding pants that are all too short for me. Yeah. And I can like relate to them with that mm-hmm. when I thought that there was no way that person could ever relate to me and my body problems. You know, yeah. so it's so, it's so crazy. Like as you get older and you meet more people and you talk about it, you're like, wow, we're all the same. Yeah. And we all have the same, you know, we all have some insecurities and we all think of them the same way. And then that kind of gives you peace. No, totally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, you're yeah. like, oh, OK, you get it. Totally. Yeah. We're all well, we're all going through that. Whatever. Like people don't care. No, what you they're look usually like. too no. wrapped up in their own in their selves yeah. to even yeah. I don't remember with you. I don't remember what any I'm lying. I do remember what April wore to work today because it was really cute. Because <laughs> it's so cute. Because <laughs> she wore this cute little hat and this yellow shirt and this April red lipstick. April's so cute. April so cry, everyone. Go April's look her up. person that comes to work and cares she what she looks outs, like. She comes in the office and we're all like, oh. man, there I is my something hair to that ho- though. I have a hoodie on and April like comes in and I'm like, damn, girl. There's yes. something about, Ooh. you know, 
When you got a nice outfit on, did your makeup? Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. feel you tall. You better. Look a taller. Absolutely. Yeah. And April, April, I mean, she's tall. <laughs> she's like she's literally really, the cutest she's little like, she's thing. She's like the littlest person I know. I love so it. Cute. She's so cute. So cute. She's on yeah, What was the question? Fashion. Fashion. So yes. But yeah. I think That's, this was a better um, conversation than fashion oh. even. Well, I feel like it's it goes hand in hand. Because that does. really, like, I feel like, honestly, I feel like my fashion choices got better once I started loving myself. Yeah. I can money quote. Feel that. Yep. Yeah. There it the is. money quotes they, tonight. Yes. They are just coming. You know, they are flowing. The, the, the cheetah outfit. The cheetah outfit. Okay. F- no, no. Cheetah the cheetah outfit. <laughs> when those pictures came into the office last week, there was a, so there's like, in our office, there's like the big office and then like me and Brittany have like a little office. Yeah. All the girls came into the little office and I was like, hey, did oh you see the cheetah outfit? The cheetah outfit. The Nina's calling from LA. Did you see the cheetah outfit? Oh like gosh. that was a thing. And like Brittany's like, oh, my spirit animal. Oh, I love it. <laughs> actually talked about printing that photo out and framing it and putting it in our office. We should. Oh my God. We should. Fierce queen, Abby <laughs> Anderson. We need to do that in our new office. Well, I you know. need to see that photo. Yeah. Must be seen yeah. at all times. Like so. it was a, it was Shout a topic to, of conversation. Shout out to Hollywood life for they those bomb pictures. And my essence. stylist, Miss Tiffany Gifford. Mm. If y'all are looking for a stylist, yes. she is yo gal. That's amazing. amazing. But it was great. You. I love that outfit. It was I felt a good. Look. I felt good in that outfit, man. Um, the <sighs> Cheetah Girl Instagram story was also. Wait, I didn't see that. Amiga. She danced Cheetah around friends with friends the cheetah. Why would you not show Therefore me this? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I dude, sisters. I kid you not. Listen, I kid you not. After the cheetah print outfit. Like I worked out to Cheetah Girl yeah, you did. song. Yes, you did. No, I, I really it. did for like three days straight. I was like, man, these are bops. Like I these are so good. Movies. I love it's those so, movies. just that like the catchiest so songs. Good. I'm like, I'm gonna write something like this. I think I was in like fifth grade. Raven Simone, man. And I remember girls in my class, like we had we like a, had an end of year school musical like program thing, yeah. and they did the the Cheetah main girls. Oh, number, gosh. and I. Dude, Listen next year for, for Halloween. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. I'm like so old. Suit outfits with the different mm-hmm. print. You were in elementary school or whatever. Different colors. I was in my 20s working at Radio Disney. <laughs> and oh you my God. playing the Cheetah Girls. You loved You're it. Funny. And I, I loved it. You. you loved yes. it. I loved it. I loved you it. Loved it. it. Yes. It's just so oh, we were all about Cheetah Girls. But my favorite, y'all, was the Lizzie McGuire movie soundtrack. <gasps> yes. Yes. That was the best. Yes. I remember seeing that movie in theaters. That movie. And Dude, they I, made great content. Oh, I lived my best life that day. <laughs> April is Italy like it is in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, oh for is sure. It really? <laughs> April just went Thank to uh, Italy on her honeymoon. So, Ugh, yes, same. that's how I picture it. I'm married it. and so happy <laughs> going to Italy. And I'm so happy for doing April. Oh, amazing. so am I. She was, April's <laughs> wedding was one of those weddings where I'm like, I so actually am actually happy. I'm not just here because I have to be. <laughs> That's so sweet. Oh, you know, That's all the awesome. things. Um, I also want to talk about Dolly Parton. Ah! Yeah. Because I feel like you love Dolly. I, I do. love Dolly. Who would not love Dolly? I do. I saw you dressed up as Dolly. Oh my gosh. Yes, yeah, she did. I thought, yeah, I did. <laughs> um, I thought, yeah, and that was um, that was a moment I'm like, okay, I have a song called Make Him Wait, and I'm about <laughs> to like push my boobs up to my freaking chin. But I was like, no, it's Halloween, whatever. Yep. And I, that was a homemade costume, didn't have to buy anything but the wig. 
I was very proud of myself. I'm you like, I'm gonna good. save so much money this year. Dude, I love me some. I'm all Bella, about though. those homemade costumes. Yes. D I just using my assets <laughs> for the good of my wallet. You know? I did the same. <laughs> I used my tummy and I was Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh my gosh, I love you so much. That's you know, amazing. You gotta use what were you? What were, what you, were Caitlin? you, Caitlin? I didn't dress up. What? Womp womp. I know. I went womp to the, womp. Well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> we, Reed and I, Reed also, oh, Reed of mine. Oh, wait, are we going to have a Reed we conversation? We are going to talk about please? Reed. Okay. So, Reed Davis, you better listen to <laughs> that. So, Reed, just so everybody knows, yes. is... He actually now runs, so he's had two different jobs. Oh, he's yes. had a lot of jobs at CrowdServe, but right now he's running our creative department. He but is. He, um, he is a, he is a, uh, he's a character. He's one of a uh-huh. kind. I've never met anybody quite like Reed. And <laughs> no. I, we had the Belmont internship fair that morning. Okay. And Reed, if you, I don't even know how to explain Reed <laughs> truly, like, but he dressed up as Mason Ramsey. It was amazing. Yeah. And he actually year. looked like him. And it was and pretty he, on point. If you know, Reed is one, he has his <laughs> style. It's all the thing. But like, if he wants to whip out Texas, he will truly 110% mm-hmm. oh, yeah. whip out Texas. Mm-hmm. So for him, like the whole cowboy thing, that's not off brand. He doesn't wear that most days, but like if he wants to do cowboy, he will do it. So for him yeah. to be Mason Ramsey, the most fitting <laughs> costume we could have ever asked for. And so when he told me he was going to be Mason Ramsey, I was like, I have to go sit next to you for three hours. Oh, so wait, he dressed wore that Mason to the job Ray. fair? He wore that to the internship <laughs> fair. I love it. And I was like, if you're going to be Mason Ramsey, like I cannot live up to that. So we so kept joking that I was going to be Mason Ramsey's agent and just come um, as like the there you go. Yeah. You know, normal whatever. But we went to that internship fair and he was Mason Ramsey. He did the thing and I did not even know that. Yeah. Did the confidence. Get, did you guys just... get any inquiries or um <laughs> he's gonna kill me for talking about this, but he ended up having to take off the cowboy hat Why? about what? a half an hour in. Because we just weren't getting any people coming up to our table. <laughs> oh, like, I truly my God. They thought that we were. There's a joke or like, something. They probably 90s thought like. 90s country prime, which God bless for the 90s country. This is what they came, thought. But like, they thought we were sending like fax messages and we were yes. going to have like snail mail. Yes. Oh yes. And, yes. And so he took the cowboy hat off and people came up Damn to okay. the table. Oh, no, I'm like, this the is what I think it looked hat, like. like. I would have thought you, it was like your company, yeah. and like this is one of your artists. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And, and it was just so funny. He's but like, it's I'm funny because like Reed's 30, yeah. dressed like Reed, Mason like he Ramsey. He's the most yes. joyful soul. Oh like, my gosh. I think we needed to put like a sign up, like Mason, <laughs> like something being like, this is Mason Ramsey. This is not here. Mason You can dress up. Halloween people. Oh my gosh. It was fantastic. And I captured some really great content of him. Singing to famous. Oh, it was hilarious. You did. But he took it so seriously. Like, he got into character. He takes everything seriously. I appreciate people. I've never met anyone like Reed. No. So there you go, Reed. There's Reed. Love you, Reed. H. Reed Davis. Follow Reed. What a man. Reed, like reading a book, not like a. Correct. Thistle. Thistle. I don't know what's a thistle. No, I will not. Do not watch your thistle. What's a thistle? I think it's like a. No, what's a thistle? Google that. What's a thistle? Eeyore eats thistles. What's a Eeyore? Eeyore. I was like, what's a Yori? What you'll find is most of my references. All of my life references are either related to Fallout Boy or Winnie the Pooh. Thistles. Yeah, thistles. You thistle. We're going to see your post. What the thistle? We're going to see your post. 
I cast that was like a bad word. That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Why is that so? No, it's not wrong. funny. It's not gonna be funny <laughs> to anyone else. I'm never gonna be like, what so is wrong funny. with these people? Thistle, thistle. I don't want to. Oh, it's thistle. <laughs> 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 April, are you laughing at us? You're like, it's not funny. <laughs> it's not I'm funny, not, but, but it's I'm funny. Crying. It's funny. It's late. It's Gosh. all things. I think the air is like getting out of this room. We've used, we've used <laughs> all the air. All of our oh lungs have used the air. Oh my god. Okay, Thistles. so there's one more thing I want to talk about. Thistles. <laughs> okay, sorry. Not. I'm done. It's out of my system. Not thistles. But this is something <laughs> that is near and dear to my heart. And I mentioned it one day. And Caitlin was like, Abby loves that. Oh, yay. And she was like, we should talk about it. Okay. Okay. Let's and Caitlin loves it too. I do. I really do. And it is a story about despair and tr- and trickery. Okay. And triumph. And redemption. And redemption. Okay. The comeback. Um, the comeback kid. A movie called The Lion King. Oh my gosh! Yes, the, I love The Lion King. The Lion King. There's so many metaphors in that I movie. I know. Brilliant. Like so just, many hidden great messages of is, life and like hope. Oh my gosh! And the soundtrack. And the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Ugh, and Simba was my first crush. Like I legit I had that. a crush on I Simba. I get it. That. I get it. Which is weird. Yeah, but I get it though. You know, I completely get it. Because Alvin, Alvin from the Chipmunks was my first crush. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's I a really good one. That. I get it. Yeah, yeah oh. I love The Lion King. That was my, like, childhood movie. And I don't know. It's my I, all-time I love that favorite movie. Disney movie. Like, it just I don't is. think it's like, ever going to be There has never been a Disney story that has been more important than The Lion yeah. King. Oh, no. In yeah. my opinion. No. God, you can ask my parents. The, like, as far it, like, as day. messaging and overall, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, spirit of the movie, absolutely. Yeah. The Lion King. So what did The Lion King teach you guys? Okay, so what I loved, so this is actually what I learned. So my parents always taught me this. And I grew up in a very Christian home, like mm-hmm. going to church every Sunday. So everything was a faith-based lesson. You yeah. Know? And they always, like in church, you're taught to fear Satan or the devil or whatever. Right. My parents always taught us, you got nothing to fear. There is nothing out there to fear when, like, why fear anything? That gives the devil or adversary more power, right? Yeah. When, when I watch The Lion King and you have Timon and Pumbaa, which is everybody's favorite character, mm-hmm. but their whole mantra of Akuna Matata, yes. no worries. Mm-hmm. In a sense, that is like they were like, no, life isn't no worries. Like as much as we want to believe that, mm-hmm. you look at Simba went and lived with them, uh-huh. and life was no worries. But then Nala came back and was like, hey, you have a responsibility mm-hmm. as the heir of the mm. throne. Like sometimes, yeah, life is great, and there's a time for vacation and taking it easy. But there's also at, at some point like life is not easy, so mine and goes, that's okay. Mine goes and it's time to off of that. That moment. really, yeah. Was yeah. Like, mine, it's time to take say, responsibility, yeah. take action, and take the kingdom back. Yeah, like, mine, <laughs> yeah. mine you know? plays off of that moment too, where it's like you can't run from who you're supposed to be, and you might not know it at the time. Yeah, but like you, you can't run from it. Yeah, you, it will. Something will bring you back to where you're supposed to be, and yeah. I think that. You might get distracted by something for a little while, but like ultimately, you're gonna get yeah. put in the direction you're supposed to be. And for me, that mm-hmm. was my life. I, I mean, think like, mine's I in told this, you, like, yeah, 
I I went down a path that I thought I was supposed to go on. Yeah. And it was me running from what I needed to be doing, yeah. which yeah. is how we're here now. But yeah. like, but no, that's what that's what my parents were explaining. Like I had some other teacher says too. Like in a sense, Timon and Pumbaa's message is good, but it's also kind of the same message of that whole like. Don't worry about it. Life's great. Timon like much and, and it's evil. Are essentially it's almost, stoners. They yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not you wrong. know, it's like <laughs> I'm gonna chill. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I believe chill. I believe, hey, there is a there's a time to chill, sure. Yeah. And that is a very dangerous mindset to have. I think I agree. Akuna Matata, life's great. I'm not gonna worry. Like eat, drink, be merry, whatever. No. Life sucks. Life's you know? hard. And it's beautiful because we get to work. Yes. And like there's time to take responsibility. Yeah. And even it's there's why you're saying you don't want to face the hard stuff. There's a bunch of crap about mm-hmm. a face. I didn't want to. I stuffed away forever. Yes. And yeah. we all do. We all stuff away emotions. And eventually they come back to it's surface. Yeah. To they bite back. you in the butt. You can't run yeah. from and it. And you got to face freaking scar. You do. You do. You got to face I think mine goes wow. exactly Oh with my it. gosh, I'm blowing my mind is. right I now. I love it. You got to like, face scar. I mean, admit, this is not what I thought when I was a kid watching <laughs> no. it. No, but I love Timon not, and Pumbaa. But you just didn't know it yet. Yeah, I, I love Timon yeah, and Pumbaa. There was a lot going on in my childhood that if I had actually looked at the signs, like I would have been here so much earlier. So you're here. You got here when you supposed to be here. You got here. You know, one of my friends from back home, when I was kind of toying with the idea of moving down here, he told me he was like, there isn't a direct road that you have to go down for this. Yours is going to look different than everyone Amen. else's. And you'll oh, get like where that. you need to go. Yeah. And while the road might not be straight, you're going to get where you need to be. And yeah. that's and it's fine for you to take that path. You might get there two years later than someone else, but you can't worry about that. Amen. Yeah, You just can't. So Tony Cook. Oh, Tony dude. Cook. Tony you also changed my life (laughs) which this also ties in the lion king really quick because i love what you just said and i um was i can't remember who was talking about it but this whole this talk i was listening to some podcast i wish i remember the name but um he was talking about you know why is it that when i pray and I feel like I should go down one path. Like God gives me that good feeling. I go down that path and it ends up being the wrong path. Why does God allow us to make those mistakes? Or And if you don't believe in God, that's fine. Why does nature, why does whatever you believe yeah. in, why do we go down the wrong path? And he, he made this, the realization that we have, sometimes we go down the wrong path to realize what the right path mm-hmm. is. Sometimes mm-hmm. God allows yeah. us to say, okay, I'm going to take a left here. I think that's right. It's going to go great. And then all the lessons you learn, yeah, yeah. now, learn now you have even more confidence mm-hmm. going, the, going to yeah. the right because yeah. you know for certain the other yeah. way is wrong. And sometimes you have to, like, you're, you're not in a place where you're confident enough going where you're supposed to go yet. And you have to have those other things tell yeah. you to make yourself feel better or and you get yourself to, on the right track. You have to have those lessons. Yeah. You to didn't, to get to get to the, yeah. the right path, you have yeah. to have taken those lessons from the wrong path to make sure that the right path mm-hmm. is as mm-hmm. successful as it can possibly. Yeah. Be. Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. And that's hundred percent the Lion King. It is. Simba went down the wrong path, and then he went down he the right there. one. And he got there. He got there. But Nala is such an essential. Like she yes, is the most oh important character in that Nala. movie. Oh, she I is the most her. important character in that movie. She is. She I is love her. She's a good friend. I love her so much. I was telling Jade this yesterday this week i had a nala shirt when i was like four 
And I loved that shirt. I wore it until it, it's like that material where like it'll start cracking eventually. Yeah, like and the like paint, Nala like, was cracking, yeah. okay? <laughs> she was cracking. I love it. And to the point where like you could hardly tell that it was Nala, but I loved I love that it. shirt love because it. I just loved her. Bring oh it back. Gosh, this is oh, reminding me like one uh Last, gosh, I love the Lion King. One last lesson I learned. I'm so sorry. I just, I feel the need to like say this right now. I feel such a any problem with this conversation. So remember in the movie when Simba's dad is dead, but in the clouds, he has that conversation Uh with him and he says, remember who you You are. are. Yeah. Remember who you are. And every morning, gosh, look at me cry, but every morning (laughs) my mom would drop me off to school in middle school when I was going through like my insecure stage and she was in her bathrobe and she had mascara on her eyes and like no makeup on. She would roll down the windows and yell embarrassingly loud, remember who you are. That's incredible. And and then the kicker was we would have to yell back. Like she would keep yelling that until we yelled back, I'm a child of God. Like like she would make us a... But it's the same thing. Like, just remember who you are. Mm-hmm. So remember. Remember, Simba. <laughs> remember who you are. <laughs> I can just hear the music, too. No, but... You, hey, sometimes I got to remind myself that every day, you know, every morning, remember who you are. Because it's really easy to get Because everybody track. take your lipstick and write that on your mirror. Yeah. Remember who you are. Remember yeah. who you are. And yeah. who's Send us your are. pictures. Amen. All the things. Yes, please. Well, I this has been great, this. you guys. This is so much fun. Uh, so I much fun. We covered everything. So many, we covered everything. <laughs> All the great things. Um, Abby, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you, Jay. We appreciate it oh so much. Oh, my goodness. I you walked it. through the abyss of barking dogs. I was a little scared. Of that. The, I was a little scared, too. I tried mm-hmm. to warn you. <laughs> I'm I sure they're like, like lab puppies or something, and it's like, Roar! They're oh very sweet. God. No, they are. They just, you know. They're making sure that all the things we're aware that there's a person outside. It's you know, all good. We all know. We all okay. know. But y'all, this was a delight. Thank, thank you, you so much. So thank, thank you guys you. so much. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Caitlin, for being here. If you guys haven't yet, we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast. Give us five stars or six if you Ooh. want to. I don't even think you can if do you that. If you could give six. But if you could I give six, I bet you would, right? <laughs> On right. iTunes. I would. And leave a message and a comment wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us and it really helps us have new people discover our podcast you can also follow us on instagram at Woo. how i got backstage and on twitter at i got backstage and you can also follow our personal accounts caitlin is this is actually a lion king thing because i always think mm-hmm. a grub like what puma <laughs> timoni when i see your instagram because <laughs> your last name is <laughs> it's not why it is what it is but i'm okay, just saying but- i think about it it's k groovy k-g-r-u-b-e-y that is it and i'm fully a jade as you know and miss abby anderson music yeah a-b-b-y no That's e in there it. simple and Go she's the best her. to follow like guys she oh, is so you. good her instagram stories it is alone. There's hey, energy. It will like every day. If you don't want to get out of bed that day, just turn on Abby's Instagram stories. You're like, I you got it. Be happy. I oh am gosh. up. Hey. I have energy. I love myself. All the things. If you need something to make to feel better about yourself, or you know, someone to laugh I at, show not everyone, with. I show everyone at. in the office your stories on. It is so funny. Basis. My favorite so. thing of that you story is at the end of your show where you squat a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. a workout, man. That doesn't make any sense the way I say it, probably. Oh, no. Okay, so <laughs> people, I... <laughs>
the band's like bum, 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 you know and she like, like jumps jumping in the air in like 15 inch heels <laughs> and I, every time and i say a, a small prayer for you that you don't just like fall dude right i there. almost fell oh there's this happened i almost one of the shows with brett eldridge i almost fell like literally was tumbling across the stage and the crowd was going like <gasps> and then i saved it and i said in the microphone i freaking saved that man <laughs> i was like y'all witnessed it 